You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. So who do you think is ultimately to blame for the serial killers? Uh, I know the mom gets a lot of slack, but like, what about the dad? I haven't heard of any serial killer whose dad was like their best friend. The mom gets a lot of slack? I mean, theoretically, it like when you do the psychology of it and you yeah. break down serial killers, they usually hate women, which usually stems from fucked up relationships with their moms. Yeah. But like, what about the dads? Well, I mean, in, in Downer, they were, it, they did a lot on the dad. The dad, the dad showed them how to cut bodies up. But they would probably blame the mom because she left. What's going on, Duggies? I'm Manny Oso. I'm Nikki Trends. And you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories. Your favorite 15 minute podcast. And you know what? We had a little conversation. We decided it's been long enough. Um, we weren't gonna go over this touchy topic, and then we decided, what the heck, it's spooky season. Let's go ahead and go over Dahmer. The Netflix series has been very polarizing. Um, when it first came out, a lot of people were very against watching it, and a lot of people were very like, yo, you need to see this show. Uh, starring Evan Peters yes. by Ryan Murphy. Uh, if you've seen anything by Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story, all that stuff, then you know exactly what to expect from a guy like that, right? But when the show came out, I gotta be honest, I didn't even see a like a promotion for it. I don't remember it being like, oh, like a like a trailer dropping last year or nothing. Oh, maybe you're right. I really did not expect this show to come out. Okay. And when it did come out, I was like, what like I remember hearing about the the all these um murder murderer like conversation tapes that like the Ted Bundy one that came out. Um but I didn't know that a show was coming out, right? And even if a show was coming out, I wouldn't have really batted an eye about it because how many shows about Jeffrey Dahmer have there been already? I there's hundreds I'm sure. of them. I know there's a bunch of movies. Bunch of movies. There's a bunch of documentaries, a bunch of shows about like everything that he did. Um, not a lot, and here's the where we'll get into it later. Not a lot about the victims and stuff. But um, so this show comes out and automatically becomes polarizing with people, right? And we gave it a couple days. Yes. We gave it like maybe like a week or so before we decided, okay, let's sit down and watch it, right? Mm-hmm. And I gotta tell you. Um, if you decided not to watch it, I totally respect and understand your reason for it. Um, oh, I'm not censured there. <laughs> I totally understand and respect your reason for it. Um, if you decided to watch it and you liked it, I totally understand why you did it too. Because it was something to see, to be honest. Here's a go. What was your first reaction, first and foremost, on the show? Well, I definitely think... I think it was, like, ten episodes. Yeah, I think it was, like, ten. I really think eight was enough. Like, I didn't care about (laughs) what was happening in jail. Um, I think it was fucked up. His father was fucked up. Yeah. His father was fucked up. His father was to blame. Like, his mom might have left him, but his dad was, like, fucked up. Because homeboy told him, yo, I don't feel normal. And he didn't really do such a great job to see if that was true because he just chalked it up to like, oh, he's gay and he didn't want to have that conversation. So that was stupid. Like to me, it's ultimately the dad's fault. Um, And not because he taught him how to cut up bodies. Because 
I don't think he was really that great of a dad. Um, but like to see how it became so sensationalized, how like people were sending the victim things to sign as memorabilia. Oh yeah, like, that was crazy. The fact that people were sending him money is disgusting because they still do that. They were also said, well, the, the show alludes that they were sending it to the victims. Um, and the guy said, oh, here's the postage to send it back. Like, like so nonchalantly. By the way, these families just found out that their loved ones were murdered. Yeah, at that time, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, 10 episodes was definitely a lot. I gotta admit that I, I do agree that the stuff that happened in the jail, I don't really think that was necessary. I don't yeah. think it was necessary. I don't think it was necessary to watch Jeffrey Dahmer's death. Like, yeah, you can you can allude it in the show that it happened, but we didn't need to see it. Yeah, there was no reason to have a sympathy for that. Yeah, regardless of how you feel about it, like there's no reason for that. But like, even if you wanted to tell the killer, the guy who killed him in jail, if you want to tell his story, yeah. an episode on what led him to do that. Totally for that. I gotta well, we say, we didn't need to see Jeffrey Dahmer's. I gotta body. say though, the fact that the father was like dumbfounded that the victims sued him. Yeah, because he was trying to make money. Yeah, after he wrote the book. book. It was in New York and Times. And he was pissed off. And he was pissed off that the movie rights got taken away from him. Yeah. And how dare these victims want money from him? What? That, that, Come that. on. I was like, you should be in jail, sir. You. Well, then, speaking of that, let me ask you, as far as the show goes, um, there's been a lot of people throwing in, in the question around. The point of the show, um, Ryan Murphy says that, um, number one, one of the rules on the, ca- on the set was that you, they never wanted to tell the story from the point of view of Dahmer. They wanted the story to come from the point of view of the victims. So let me ask you, do you think the show succeeded with giving the story from the point of view of the victims? Do you think it was from the point of view of the victims? No, I do not. Yeah. I think it was amazing acting. Nothing to take away from Evan Peters because this guy, like, he, I mean, can, I, yeah. he can put you... In a situation like him and Niecy Nash were definitely the reason Nash, why amazing. I watched that show. For the sure. and the people who played the victims, like they they did amazing acting. But, but I don't think it was from this the was cross, this was not a, yeah this was definitely a Jeffrey Dahmer story. So like, who, who do you think it was from the perspective of? I think it had its perspectives. I I I think. I think him giving that description and that um, and, and trying to give us that frame is just doesn't isn't appropriate. It's a great show, but that's not the frame I, I, that comes out to it. Yeah, you know. But I do say I do think it's more about the the relationship between cops and lower income areas. Well, that was going to be my next question. And how they treat the crimes that are being um, called in over there. Well, that yeah, that's my next question. Is is it more about Jeffrey Dahmer? Is it about the victims? Or is it about the failing of the system? Failing of the system. 
Yeah, I definitely Failure see that. Failure of the system. Yeah. The judge let him have what was it, work? De- what was it like? A work, work release. Work release. Yeah, he was uh, put in jail because he, he reminded him of his nephew or something Yo, like that. I gotta tell you. So obviously, for the sake of for the sake of the writing and the story to go along. Uh, Murphy takes a lot of a lot of artistic liberty, you know, and he puts stories in there that he even said like himself in the interview that this is um, things that that like they gotta fill in the story gaps, you know, yeah. so that it, that it flows along. And so when he when they put in that the judge said that I don't know if the judge actually said that, but the thing that's so believable is. That we've seen and heard judges actually say these things. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Turner. Oh, perfect example. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of the things that like, yeah, they may have been, you can tell the things that like, there's no way you would have known that that, there's no way we would have known that, um, that he was dancing, that he dances like that, you know? There's no way we would have actually known how he killed that first victim because he, it was so long before, he could have, doesn't really know the story 100% himself. You and know? he's a pathological liar. Yeah. So. so, like, a lot of the things they, this is like, he was saying, this is what I think is the reasoning behind what he, what he did. It's a great story, but it does not tell the, the side of the victims. Not oh, definitely all. not at all. Yeah. Um, so as and as far as that goes, there was one episode that I really loved. Um, I think and I think everybody unanimously loved it. It was the the one the deaf one, right? It was called yes. Silenced, and this one had to do with. Can we also Tony. talk about how now that is a? I was gonna say. Now? I was gonna say. So the first reaction once we realized, and the way they lead into this episode, if you uh, if you watch it, um, the end of the episode beforehand. Uh, it's it it introduces you to his apartment when he first moves in, and he turns around and you see him trying to sign, right? Mm-hmm. And so when he does, I'm not gonna do it. That's disrespectful. You yeah. see him trying to sign, yeah. and then he looks, and you're like, "Why is he signing?" And you look at the guy, and you're like, "We looked at each other, yeah. and we said, oh my god, that guy's deaf.'" And we were like, "No." And the episode just ends. And we're like, okay, we're going to stay up another hour and watch the next episode. I mean, that episode was infuriating. And as soon as we realized what the episode was, yeah. the first thing you said was, what is it? Just like Murders in the Building? <laughs> and the other topic. I mean, like, no, kudos, though. Kudos. But, like, also... It's an inclusive thing, right? Yeah. But like kudos. I mean, but anyway, I mean that it's an episode easy nomination. Stop it. That, um, <laughs> it was it was sad because that guy that guy was like giving him a chance. That was the saddest episode. Because that guy of that. was gonna come back. There wasn't a part of me that didn't think he was gonna ghost him. Yeah. He was gonna come back, and this sociopath killed him. If he would have had his keys on him, he would have been alive. Yeah. Um, so the, the guy was a deaf mute and I think the saddest thing was that you knew exactly what it was going to lead up to because the whole episodes leading up to it, you see how he ambushes the people from behind and 
that's all I kept thinking is like, oh my God, he's not gonna see it coming. He's not gonna hear it coming. He's not, and that's what I keep thinking. Every time they're alone, I'm like, he's not gonna hear it coming. That's the, the saddest thing about it. Yeah. And then it fucking happens. It happens and he doesn't hear, oh yes. It was, it made me cry. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, yeah, he was like a couple dates shy of having a boyfriend. Yeah. So I um and the crazy that's thing that's you're just like yo you are you're going to jail you're gonna go to jail forever bro. So if you wanna if you rewind and watch episodes after that you realize that the first episode is actually taking place as soon as that one ends. Yeah. So at the beginning of the series. He's, it starts with him in his apartment, and the body of Tony is right there. That was so sad. Yeah, it is sad. It's, it's terrible. And so um, the, the worst thing is to, like, if you hear the actual stories behind these victims, um, Netflix released the Conversations with the Killer episode oh, really? of them, of Dahmer. And so on it, they do talk to some of the victims' families and friends. And one of the guys on there talks about Tony. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how, how yeah, they did actually have a long-going relationship. And people, oh, wow. and nobody, nobody batted an eye to it because he was hiding it so well. Wow. And then when he went missing, everybody was like, yo, what happened to Tony? And he was like, um, I don't know. I don't know where he went. And then when they talked to him on the, on the tapes, the cops asked him, like, oh, uh, talk to us about Tony. He was like, all he says is, Oh, the deaf mute guy? Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't want him to leave. Oh my god. He doesn't really... He just glosses over it. And so, this is where it comes to the part that we really, really wanted to talk about. About what happened with this show. Is that all the controversy that happened with the victims and victim families. Yeah. So, and, so when the show came out, a lot of people were like, hashtag cancel it. Because the the families of the victims and the friends of the victims and they were not consulted or compensated in any way for the show. Ryan Murphy probably made hundreds of millions of dollars and everything, and these guys still haven't been able to get over it. Time and time again, mainly because like there's always something coming out on the guy. You know? I wouldn't say get over it. That's insensitive. I would mm. say that it's more about not get over it. Yeah, heal constantly. It's like every time that they're trying to heal, it's like constantly being ripped open by a new perspective of this serial killer or a new documentary or a new something that brings these serial killers to light. And you're kind of like, please stop doing that. You're yeah. not telling a different story. You aren't giving us anything new. You're just giving more attention. I mean, like how many Ted Bundy movies can you tell? Yeah. I mean, or, or like, how many how many documentaries could you do about the same guy? I mean, you hardly ever really hear or see any stories or movies that are about the victim. And or I mean, you know, it would be pretty. It would probably make a pretty interesting even a horror movie if they told a, vi a victim's day leading up to meeting a serial killer and then just end right there. No, that sounds pretty boring. That sounds boring. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> that sounds pretty boring. Don't watch that. You're movie. just a regular. Your life is just regular. There's nothing. Anyways, um, the point though is that yeah, they didn't consult any of them. Yeah. And one thing that made me wonder that though is when I did find out about 
how some of these stories that they portrayed in the series, how like they're alluded to and how like close to the truth they kind of really are. It made me think like, well, if you if you didn't get these stories from Dahmer's actual conversations, yeah, then you really did pull this from people who knew the people. Yeah. Which makes me think even worse. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine that? Like, could you imagine if you knew somebody who was in a sensational serial killing and someone took your personal high school story and posted it in a movie? And I mean, you're like, I didn't think my, when I made that interview, I didn't think my story was going to turn into a part in the movie. Yeah, but that makes it public, so you can't really... Not that, but I'm saying like the feeling of like, wow, I didn't think you were going to put it out in a movie. Yeah, but there's also people... That's what the feeling I'm sure these people are having. Right, but there's definitely also people who thrive off of that, who love... I mean, obviously not the neighbor in this show, in the show, but like, yeah. there are people who like, like, I don't know if it's like an emotional thing for people to feel sorry for them and they're getting more attention. So sometimes their little itty bitty part they make like yeah. way bigger. So, like, like you know, always me, yeah. So, it's really like sometimes a 50 50 kind of thing. I mean, like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like, you wouldn't do an interview. You, you wouldn't do saying? an interview, yeah. You, if, it, if that really meant that much to you, you wouldn't do an interview. That's something you would say at the funeral or, like, at a family gathering or something like that. Yeah. So, like, no, I don't think that. But I think that the fact that these victims weren't compensated. Yeah. The fact that they used um, real names and things like that. And yeah, I'm sure it was artistic views i guess yeah. but you still use their names you still you could have made up victims like i know you, you could have made up victims you could have made up you you could you are already taking artistic creative control or whatever you could have definitely just made up the victims and gotten around that but to use their stories and not fucking pay them do you think that's nuts and do you think if it would have made the story the same had they just used different names and everything and just used the, the name Dahmer? I think that... I think if as long as the main characters did the same, it, would, it wouldn't matter about anybody yeah. else. Because like you said, you said that the neighbor was actually like across the street or was yeah it- well i mean not everything definitely uh when we we're talking artistic liberty they definitely changed a few things artistic liberty artistic, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what i was trying to yeah think. i like that word buzzword of the day when they um wrote the story there were a few things that they did have to change just to move the story along um uh, one of the things was about glinda she didn't actually live across the hall from him she lived, um, she lived like across the street and mm-hmm. she had a full view of his apartment. Mm-hmm. So she did see him going up in back into his apartment with different people all the time. Her niece and daughter-in-law, I believe, were the ones who actually lived across in the hallway. And they were the ones who um, called the cops when the, when the first kid that they, that the cops brought back to them. Oh my God, that story was sad that yeah. episode was sad too yeah yeah so when that happened she did call the police that was actually her phone call 
that they re- that they released and that they let us listen to at the end of the episode. That was really bad to listen oh, to. Oh my god, that yeah. family just went through so much. So to move the story along, though, they went ahead and put her as the hallway neighbor mm-hmm. and made it so that she was the one. They allude that basically in the story that she's the only one who was like really hearing it. But the truth is. All the neighbors in his floor around him were complaining about the smell, Ooh. were complaining about the noises, about the weird noises and and were also witnessing people walking into the building and not walking out. I have an idea. Yeah? What if the movie was from the perspective of the neighbors? That would make a good movie. A weird neighbor and stuff. A weird neighbor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, like, the thing is... The truth, they they changed it all to one neighbor for the sake of the story. Right. But like, let's get let's let's make let's make it real. If you had a neighbor that had dead body smell is like, something you smell. But they didn't. I don't think they knew. I'm just saying, like, I don't think one neighbor would be complaining okay. about. Yeah. No. You're Everyone right. around them, the one on top, the one on bottom. All of us, if our if our direct neighbor, if the person across this building right here had a dead body, we're gonna smell that, and we're complaining too. All right, and well, so that's what I'm saying. Like it, they obviously didn't have time to write in for all these people to make complaints. Well, so they okay. did one person. If they changed that, what else did they change? With the okay, the other thing they changed was oh, Ronald Flowers. So he's the guy that. The grandma came downstairs. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. This guy's sick. They saved him. Yeah, yeah, she saved his life. Granny saved the day. Yeah, so Granny comes downstairs. She was episode. a little racist. This is Yeah, yeah. So this is after he started going through a serial of like drugging people, killing them, getting rid a of routine, bodies. Yeah. Whole routine. One last guy comes in. And so he gets drugged. He passes out on the couch. And Granny comes downstairs. And he's like, Granny, go back upstairs. And she's like, no, fuck that. Who is this? Yeah. Who is this black man in my couch? Yeah, Literally what, says that, it like that. That's kind of what it sounds yeah. like. But she didn't want some guy just dying on She knew yeah. something was up. Yes. And so she stayed, She tells him, I'm going to stay up and make sure that he stays okay. And so she makes Donner put him in the on a bus and like he goes away right wakes so up in a field somewhere later in the, yeah he wakes up in a field wakes up in a hospital um and he goes to the cops and he com- makes a complaint about so them. what did it ha- is he a real character so here's the thing there's actually no recollection of anyone of how he actually survived <gasps> the grandma went it doesn't remember that situation at all. Well, okay, that he makes sense. passed out, so he doesn't know. He right. woke up in the hospital. That did happen. He did make an actual report of it. His bracelet and his money's being gone. Yeah, but he doesn't know what happened. The wow. grandma doesn't know what happened, and Dahmer doesn't remember the situation at all. And the weird thing about it is that he is admitting to everyone that he he feels bad about it, like essentially. So he's admitted to everyone that he's killed and done everything. And yeah. even the people that's gotten away, he's admitted to the stuff. This, like, there's no recollection of how this guy actually survived being that killed. That is traumatizing. No one knows yeah. how he actually lived. How you know, an angel, a guardian angel came upon him. So the story Murphy what? puts on is that grandma did it. That's crazy. <laughs> one last thing that I thought was uh, also nuts. 
so the story of Dean Vaughn. He was the neighbor. The neighbor that he killed? So oh, in the, Nancy Nash. Yes. So one of the best episodes of the series was, was when Nisi Nash's her whole perspective of the Nate of the neighbors and with the murderer be next door, right? Mm-hmm. And so on one of the episodes, she sees him uh, Dahmer befriend a new neighbor, mm-hmm. right? That this she guy, just met. This guy's name is Dean Vaughn, right? And he uh, moves in, and Dahmer befriends him and kills him within a week, basically. Yeah, and then and she asks him where he at. Where is he, Jeffrey? Yeah. And so like he gets away <laughs> with it, basically. Even the superintendent is like, well, maybe the guy's out of town, you know? Wait, well, so is he real? Like, what happened? So here's the thing about Dean Vaughn. There was no actual connection between him and Jeffrey Dahmer. And Dahmer also doesn't remember anything about him. Is he dead? He was found dead, slashed in his throat uh, in his um, apartment. Um, He was found there. But the thing was, like, it wasn't Dahmer's M.O., he was keeping the bodies there. This guy's body was left there. He was strangled and then slashed, and he was robbed. So he was killed in Dahmer's building, building, but there's no actual connection. He and Dahmer never, never said, never said, yeah, that's one of my victims. And it doesn't. And the end of the guy's story also doesn't make sense. It doesn't make connect because. He would have kept the yeah. body. Yeah. No, that is true. You always you know? make them go to their house. Yeah. And so like... Chilling. Yeah, chilling. That's terrible. But they connected that. And so I thought to myself, like, wait a second. Well, why didn't you just make a story about the Spanish guy that he killed? Why did you have to add one that we don't really know if he killed them? I think they wanted to keep it central to that building. Yeah? Yeah. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, but, like, I think they wanted to keep it central to what was happening. There's, like, this building. post, um, whenever you look at this, uh, any kind of um, documentary about him, and they always, like, show all the victims. Like, I think it was, like, 12 or something, whatever. The definitive ones. Yeah. So, this guy isn't in that picture of all the victims because he's not directly connected to it. Because we don't really know that. Not to take, not to disrespect the guy's death, but yeah, we don't really know if he was one of his victims. And there were all these other people that we definitively do know. So I don't know. I just think like they could have Murphy could have talked about somebody else. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Murphy could have also just paid those people. <laughs> yeah, he could have also paid those people. Permission. Anyway, what did you guys think about this show? We want to hear from you. Me too. Um, you know, again, I think Evan Peters and Nisi Ash did such a good job on that show. And, you know. Uh, like I said, if you didn't watch it, I didn't walk reasons, away feeling bad for Jeffrey Dahmer. I didn't walk I did. away thinking, man, that was such a good, like, that guy really had a hard time. No. And the you fathers to blame. That guy killed a ton of people. No yeah. one should be glori- like glamorizing him. And you shouldn't. Be dressing up as him for Halloween in 2022. I uh, personally, I personally uh, understand and respect any reason you absolutely why you don't want to watch it. Absolutely, I will say though, 
you are definitely missing a gem when it comes to Nisi Nash's acting. But whatever, you'll see and her in other stuff. You're definitely missing a gem when it comes to Evan Peters. I gotta tell you, I can tell why people have crushes on this guy. <laughs> I do. But again, whatever, you'll see. He's got that it. V thing going on. You'll see him in other stuff. Anyway, guys, if you want to see some of our stuff, you can follow us at Bubble Box Stories, right? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can find me at Got No Time For This. <laughs> and you can find me at Nikki Trends on IG. And if you're looking to join the conversation in style, you can go to our website for official merch, bubblebathstories.co. Until next time, bye. bye.